0: Find your
1: forte. Live your forte. I love your forte. I think I'm just yeah. I'm just in this this space now. Yeah. I'm just navigating how it comes. Are uh, you are
0: you are you still in pain from your last relationship? Um.
1: Yeah, there's certain pains you just never forget. Like, there's certain things that you... I'm even... There's pain that I probably carry from my first relationship, yeah. if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's pain that I carry off in terms of, you know, certain girls that I may have been feeling that yeah, didn't yeah. go the way I wanted or whatever <laughs> may be the case. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So we've all kind of, I, yeah. I'd say, yeah,
0: pain is... uh Pain is the essence, I guess. I feel like you're... <laughs> shout out, do you know what but, I mean? <laughs> I feel like you're skating over this answer, though. Because I do feel... I do feel like... It's not, I, I almost feel like I can hear the pain that is coming and it, it just, it sounds like it's coming from a very specific place for you, because, you know, for someone to say, I, not that well, they expect I, to get divorced, but that it's almost like if it happens, it happens, like, you know, it, it sounds like there's a very, like, specific point of pain Yeah. in your body, in your life. Yeah. And it's just, you know, and it's coming out now, so... Do you know what, I, if I was to put my,
1: my finger on it, if I was to say, do you know what it, what it is for me? I guess when you've had that feeling of, of getting what you want... Yeah. And then you no longer have that... Yeah. I guess that is where the void occurs. Yeah. And I think for me now, it's just coming to terms with that. With the void. Of the void. Yeah, and I think it's filling that void with something that I've laid myself. Or something that i can create myself and if that so happens to be my, my business and my endeavors and whatnot yeah that's very cold you know bricks can't love you you know what i mean money can't yeah, yeah, love yeah. you and that but at the same time if that fills the void for me for me to build a different kind of foundation yeah.
0: then i'm cool with that do you do you think that even eventually like this can fill a void because it's like it's like I, I, I always i always laugh and joke about i tell people to watch this about relationships but if you Mm. watch the start of the we found love video by rihanna yeah she's there's she basically does this like 60 second skit where she's in in a bathroom with this guy and she says that you can be in a relationship that was so bad but because you were so involved and so in love and so in emotions Mm. like you do anything to get like that back even though the majority of it was quite frankly a load of shit. Mm. so i mean is, is it kind of like that now to me that is like irrationally rational kind of thing because there's no rationale whatsoever I'm wanting to go back to a situation that was just so bad but because it was with that person in that point in time and that space that time and space combination that you're in that's what makes it special and there's nothing that can Nothing can replicate it. You can have moments which are better, more, mm-hmm. not, but nothing can actually replicate that that's Of course, and I moment, think, in
1: that so. sense, I think sometimes we delude ourselves by reliving a moment rather yeah. than just cherishing it. Yeah. And I think, in my case, I think part of my my process is to learn to cherish moments as, as opposed, opposed to trying, trying to relive them or trying to seek to relive them with someone
0: else. Or or what about trying to rekindle the situation with the same person?
1: No. No? No, 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 no. End of the day, listen, like,
0: like
1: i'm things can happen in it and rekindling is whatever it is but for me it's like if someone's in a happy space yeah and they're doing what's good for them yeah. and they've gone and sought what they wanted
2: yeah
1: um this is me speaking generally yeah, 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 then yeah. you know i'm cool with that like i can't hold any any resentment towards that Do you know what i mean end of the day your your ego is always going to tell you otherwise your ego is always going to be in your shoulder telling you like yeah man you you're better or you know you could do this or you could do that or you know just just remember how happy you were and this that, like, the other but sometimes you have to remove yourself away from that and just realize that you can like you know happiness can be exclusive away from you yeah, yeah. and sometimes i just look at that i'm thinking do you know what like you're happy you know yeah. let me go i think it was that um that ed sheeran song on his on his on his current album he's like um i know you're happier but anyways, like, and my friends say to me, sometimes I hope you, one day I'll be as you'll be as happy as that. Yeah. And I think just me, just kind of just going on my own pursuit of happiness. Do you know what I mean? And it sometimes has to be exclusive away from somebody else. Yeah, yeah. And maybe I think, in my case, I'm I'm a cynic in some respects when it comes to it, but I'm very hopeful, and on the flip side as well. Yeah. And yeah, pain is always a, always gonna exist, man. Like I'm not I'm not scared of pain. Do you know what I mean? But you gotta live with it. Mm. And I think that's just mm-hmm. the, the the basis of it. I guess. Someone
0: said to me, "Pain is just an indication that something needs to be sorted out." Yeah. And and not necessarily covered up in the sense that you got a headache, you take paracetamol. If you keep getting headaches, mm-hmm. you actually need to go and get your your head checked out. So, if someone is undergoing heartbreak or kind of heartache, like consistently, that's kind of I almost feel like not to say the person needs to go and get checked in that sense, but that person the person needs to kind of just have a sit-down with themselves, by themselves, and work out what the problem is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no,
1: definitely. I think so. that's what, exactly what I've been doing. I've been, it's been, just like I said, I isolate myself, mull over things, yeah. um, come to conclusions. Some, some conclusions are very cynical. Yeah. Some conclusions, you know, when I say them out loud, people think I'm crazy. Um, but in the same regard, it makes sense to me. Mm. And if that gives me that sense of contentment and that sense of peace, I guess, yeah. then I'll run with it. Um, but, yeah, man, it's just, like, I'm... I'm just very case Sarah sara right now. Like, you know, live in the moment, go through it. When it comes, whoever comes my way comes my way. Yeah. And I just take it as that. Like, I think having zero expectations,
0: is suits me best right now. Do you think so, having no expectations whatsoever?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then that means just my, my... There is no there is no ceiling there's to my... There's a baseline, yeah. Yeah, there's, 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 yeah, is yeah. No, there is no ceiling to my appreciation.
0: Yeah.
1: And I, I may end up appreciating something that I may have been... Ignoring before. I get that. You know, and I think just having that zero expectation, of course, that necessarily saying not to have a standard, like I'm not going to get treated like a dickhead. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I'm not trying to say that in any way. I'm just saying that I will, whatever a person shows me is what I will take. Do you know what I mean? And whatever I'm able to explore and the realms you allow me to, I will learn as much as I can from
0: that. But you know what I find about that is when I hear people say that, it's almost. It's very non-committal, that yeah. kind of language. It's, yeah. you know, it's when someone says, ah, oh, let's go with the flow, and you're like... You "No, know when you really like someone, and they end up just yeah. telling you, let's go with the flow, you're like, oh, okay, okay. Like, this isn't exactly what I wanted or was expecting to come out of your mouth, but, mm. you know... Um, of course, intention plays
1: a part. Like, the intention you show will tell you what cycle you go into. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I think even within relationships... You, there sometimes needs to be that explicit intent. Sometimes yeah. it happens without saying a word, and you just happen to fall into a relationship yeah, yeah. and you run with it because you don't want anything else. Yeah. Sometimes you need to be explicitly clear in terms of where you stand.
0: I probably think, I think, even, I think there needs to be moments of. I, mean, I think explicit words need to be uttered in every instance. I think sometimes, and it can vary from it being a full blown out conversation to what mm. is it? Yes, it is this, fine, go on. and Or sometimes in a kind of ideal, idealistic and romantic sense that, you know, you two know you're with each other and it's just a quick confirmation, you're with each other, yeah, fine and you carry on. But I think there needs to be that kind of exchanging of words to, you know, indicate to both parties that this is what it is, it's it's Mm -hmm. something serious. Because what happens is someone can take it the wrong way Mm -hmm. and then it can be like, and someone will get hurt on the other side. I remember I was, oh my gosh, I remember I was at uni during finals and I was seeing this girl. I was seeing her, I wasn't seeing anyone else. And typical male behaviour, I didn't really want to talk about what we were because I was very comfortable to, as to what we were. I kind of enjoyed it. I didn't really want to speak about it. But at the same time, I wasn't seeing anyone else. Mm. Um, and that was more that was more out of respect for the girl than as opposed to... I mean, it was I liked her as well a lot, obviously, but it was more out of respect. And I mean, in hindsight, yeah, I should have spoken about it. But then I stupidly said to her, look, yeah, if something looks like chicken and it smells like chicken and whatever and it tastes like chicken, then what is it? As I, 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 those are my exact words. Though. I said, look, then what is it? I said, it's chicken. She said, no, it could be duck. And I was like, what the <laughs> That's what she said. I remember it. It was actually at uh, um, Winter Wonderland one day. I hate going to Winter Wonderland <laughs> yeah. because I've just had so many conflicts with... I, I've, I went twice and I've had conflicts with two girls. there. Yeah. So that's like not hallowed yeah, girl for yeah, me. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean... I just... The language you're giving is like very, very non non-committal, you're very, you know, as you said, you're very like K Sarah you kind of take every state, every day as it mm. comes, every step of the way. I mean, do you think that if you meet the right person or someone that looks right to you, because you mm. said you're gonna you're going to take them at face value, so it's only based on, you know, what you see at face value, if they look right to you, do you think that stance will change?
1: Yeah, of course.
0: I'm open to change. I'm open
1: to knowing that I'll end up feeling things
0: that I'm probably not aware of. So this, this this mode that you're in is just a kind of... It's almost like a defensive mode then.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: And you're protecting yourself away from, you know, all of the vicious women out there.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Do you yeah. know what? I think I'm just looking at um, self-preservation, I guess. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's just where it is. Self-preservation, me focusing on me, being yeah. a bit more single-minded, yeah. and I think being single in the true sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, single isn't just me doing me, yeah. going about what's best for me. Yeah. And I'm cool with that. Yeah. You know, like, of course, you know, you could... There's, you're always going to have those moments where you want female company or, you know, you see, like, all these wonderful relationships and you know how blissful it can be. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, I'm not going to be a prisoner to my future. Yeah.
0: No, I like that. I Do you like know what
1: that. I mean? And I'm just literally just seeing whatever, like, what life throws my way.
0: You know, I think I came to the conclusion a long time ago that no relationship will be perfect. But, because life throws people with so many problems... Yeah. ...that are even outside of the relationship that people bring into, you know... You know when you're in a relationship, you will talk about, you know, if you're young enough, you're talking about your studies... Or yeah. work or uni or finances if you're in that kind of you're trying to deal with that, if you're trying to buy a house or get a really, really nice car and kind of finance, various things. And all of these things will create problems. Yeah. And and or sometimes people not understanding or not communicating. Mm. But I do want to ask another question, which is a little bit of um, a segue. But in 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 the current mood, slash mode that you're in, mm. how do you find it when girls scream out men are trash? Um,
1: do you know what it is? Like, someone I think um, Ade must have said this recently. He was like, Men are trash only, you know, triggers people that aren't desirable. If you're desirable, you ain't got no, nothing to worry about. Mm. Um, but when I hear women screaming it, like I'm like, cool, like, you're speaking based on your experiences. Yeah. This is your propaganda machine. <laughs> you know, you can put that out there. And I know there's a lot of contradictions out there. Like Equally so, I guess if I was looking at it from their perspective and I've seen what mandem are capable of, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, maybe, you know, there is some trash elements. Have I been trash? Yeah. Like, uh, who, who hasn't been? Do you know what I mean? Like, um, I think the one thing I'd say is that I'm very honest about flaws and I'm very honest about my shortcomings, no yeah. pun intended. And it's like um yeah like when women say it like i I don't really like I just laugh at it. Yeah. I laugh at it because I know yeah that if there's anyone that's the most optimistic about love and as much as they may say otherwise is yeah. women.
0: Oh I agree. And it's just like women, yeah, women cool. are talking about their weddings they said bloody ten years
1: old a lot of them. Yeah, of so, course like you know, when, when they say fun. men are trashy it's like they still love men. Do you think that
0: might put you into a bit of a sticky situation asking in your opinion about this but do you think that women who scream men are trash are or have there's the propensity for them to end up with trash because they just stink for such a long time in their life that men are trash, so they just avoid good men that come by. And by the time all the good men have gone, or most of the good men have gone, because there will always be good men, of course, mm. um, that they'll end up just having to take trash. So it's almost like a self fulfilling prophecy by them calling men trash, whether they mean it or not, because they keep screaming it to the top of their lungs until their lungs are blue and their faces blue. Do you think they're going to end up with, with trash?
1: Potentially, but I sometimes like to, to, to flip it and say, all right, cool, men are trash. Now, you as a woman, is what you can control. Yeah. Now, what is it within yourself that is enabling you to either be attracted to this trash, and you can't control people's actions. You could be yeah, the most yeah, wonderful, yeah. beautiful, lovely person in the world, yeah, and then you can't yeah. control the action of others. Yeah. However, there's always there's always some sort of introspection you can look at. There's always some mm-hmm. sort of soul search you can do and, like, mm-hmm. actually, am I a trash woman? Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm. Or, like, what is there trash woman doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad person yeah there just may be something within you which is garbage
0: which makes you trash
1: yeah like mm. there just may be something about you that you haven't necessarily removed yeah from yourself or you know and i think that just comes down to it. i think sometimes look at yourself yeah and that's not necessarily me saying you yeah, that women don't do that i'm mm. sure there's many women that do do that
2: yeah
1: but yeah men can be trash I'm um, um, I'm i can say that flippantly
0: oh I, I agree with you I well. mean but I equally agree. so I, I agree. think
1: women can be trash too they just it's just not the it's not the the dominant narrative yeah, but at yeah. the same time I think to answer your question yeah like it can be a self-fulfilling prophecy I mean if you have such a a low low bar low bar then cool but it's, it's, I think I said this not too long ago was that women have a low bar of impression but a high bar of expectation it's very easy to impress a woman
0: these wow, days wow yeah. <sighs> yeah 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 I, I like the way you put that, actually.
1: And it's just literally that. And yeah. I think moving away from, like, men, I think just do your own soul-searching, man. Yeah. Like, just be a good person, do your own soul-searching, and, like, realise that there are flaws within you. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily need, mean that you need to remove those flaws from yeah, you, yeah. but just learn how to make yourself comfortable within them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think, yeah, man, like, women who say men are trash, I think, throughout time, you'll learn something, and you will come across a decent guy. I think so. Yeah. I, 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 I and there are decent think. guys out there, do you I know I No, I agree. No, I agree. Why men, women say men are trash is because they get cheated on, primarily. Mm. Right? Mm. Remove the cheating, and then you look at men in isolation away from women, they'll be like, you know, he's a decent guy. Yeah. You know, he's like... working, he's going about his business, he may be opportunistic in some respects, but you, you remove women from the equation, men aren't that trash.
0: That's true, it's true, come to think of it, yeah.
1: You know, like, I know plenty, you know, hard-working, you know, family-oriented, you know, virtuous men, but as soon as you put women into the equation, that's when, you know, things can... The tide can turn the other way. So then you got to be like, all right, cool, now let me look at, look at the man away from the woman and look at the man with the woman. Yeah. And then that way you can draw up how much is the distance between the two. Yeah. What is causing that distance? You know, and I think that's just a much more healthier way of looking at it yeah. and you know I guess yeah that's just the way I kind of see it like when women say like, I was with a friend the other day and she was like men are trash like we was watching um we was watching um, Fast and Furious yeah, yeah. right and then because Vin Diesel had a baby with another woman yeah she's like I'm in a trash and I was like but he wasn't with Letty at the time like Letty probably had amnesia or anything like that but you're not looking at it like that he's like so he happened to, happen to have another child mm. like cool mm. like life happened yeah. Do you know what I mean? But Letty, like a real G, accepted it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, that's just how I was thinking, you sometimes need to look at things in isolation. Like, men are trash, women are trash, man. Just, you know, look at yourselves, better yourselves, and, you know, you don't have to focus on all these all these things, man. Mm-hmm. I hear that. I look at my relationships as that. Like when I speak to people, and I speak to women particularly particular, I feel like I've learned the most about life through women. That's why I love women.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you do seem like kind of like a ladies' man, actually. That, no, you know. ladies man. no, 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 but I just mean, you know, you get some. Someone said it to me this way because I was someone said that to me once. Oh, yeah. you're a ladies' man. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm not a ladies' mm. man. They said, No, 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 we don't mean it in that way. They said, We mean it in the sense that, like, like you actually have an appreciation for women mm. and for the things that women can do, for the things they actually do, and for the things they're going through. You actually have an, a, a, um, not an understanding, because you can never quite understand, but you have an appreciation for it kind of yeah. thing. Um, and I, I think that you have that. But you, you mentioned something kind of interesting, maybe about um, a, a few minutes back, saying that you had to deal with your own insecurities and that you were, you were discovering your own insecurities. So mm-hmm. at that time, mm-hmm. would you think some of your insecurities were?
1: My yeah. height? I think the position I was in in life, I think, like, for a man, yeah, I think how accomplished you are, Has a large basis of how insecure or insecure you feel. Yeah. And at that time, I felt very insecure. And I think being with a partner as she was, who was very much in the spotlight and could have any guy that, quite frankly, she wanted. Yeah. Um, It does leave you in an unstable position when you look at your own life. Yeah. And when then she's attracting the attention of people who are of a higher clout, yeah. it can make you question yourself. Yeah, Although yeah. she can reassure you, yeah. I always say there's a r- irrationality to insecurities. Oh, yeah. And an insecurity is for you to deal with first yeah. and for your partner to simply not accommodate for, but to be mindful of. Yeah. Not to say that it's their responsibility, yeah. but I think it's part of their remit as a partner to yeah. be aware of it. yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes you can have a very hands-off approach to other people's insecurities mm. and I think there's you don't necessarily need to solve them yeah you just need to kind of be part of the process of yeah. while they solve it themselves yeah um, which she did to a certain extent I will not I will never disregard her efforts mm-hmm. and there's certain things that I look back on and being like yo like it's not easy being a guy that's smaller than you mm. right and I understand when women have a, a preference to height and whatnot but yeah. I've always been somewhat cynical or deprecating about my stature
2: yeah yeah.
1: and i think that was one thing that always played on my mind but then there was also like um personal insecurities within the relationships the dynamic of the relationship as well Mm -hmm. which i won't necessarily divulge into too tough Mm -hmm. but there were things that existed which made me question myself Mm -hmm. but at the same time i think that goes back to my own personal characteristic of being in my mind too much Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. sometimes when you think you can overthink and you can create your own problems in your mind that don't really exist yeah. Um, so yeah I just kind of like I learned a lot about my insecurities and I think one thing one thing that I learned was like I'm not going to let someone define the man that I want to be yeah. and I'll be the man that I want to be
2: yeah.
1: and it's for you to follow suit yeah. you may have your own standards and preferences as a woman
2: yeah.
1: but just know I'm on this journey of self discovery yeah. and so therefore it's either you learn from it yeah. assist me on it but if you're going to question it yeah. and judge it in a very very critical way yeah, which yeah. is detrimental to it yeah. i'd rather remove you from that
0: i think mary j blood she put it best when she said so take me as i am or have nothing at all just yeah. take me to you have to take me as i am you have yeah. to take me as you know we're not static beings i get that but you have to accept somebody for what they are and who mm-hmm. they are and whatnot and i think that's that's important but i mean so, so that relationship." just came to an end. Mm-hmm. Um so what happened after that or are we are we at this present point where this is after that? Where where is, are we? This is, this is after this that. This is typically
1: after that and okay. I think it's been a period of reflection, okay. a period of learning and I think whenever I do leave a relationship, I put myself in isolation. Yeah. Or I put myself in a in a space where I want to exclude myself. Yeah. And not to say that I haven't had female interest or anything of that nature. Yeah. It just means that I'm very honest yeah. about the space that I'm in and yeah. I don't necessarily try to mislead.
2: Yeah.
1: I was like, there's no point in me lying to you. And I think some women are surprised by the honesty you give to them, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Trust me. Trust I think me. that's the I think Trust women me.
1: are this is what I always say. I was like women are so used to being lied to you yeah? Yeah, like yeah. when yeah. you give them an uncomfortable truth. It's a bit. Oh. They're like, Wow, like oh. I wasn't expected that. Like I think when one girl asked me, was like, oh, do you think you're a good guy? And I was like, no. And then she was like, what? Yeah, I've and I was like, before. I was like, no, I don't think I'm a good guy. And then she was yeah. like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> and then I, expl- I explored it further and then she understood and she was yeah. like, wow, I've never really kind of taken an honesty from a guy like that. And I was yeah. like, I've got no reason to lie to you because at the end of the day, it's doing my own integrity a disservice. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: But at the same time, it's misleading you to yeah. an, a decision that you, quite frankly, may not want to make. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, I'm in that space right now. I think like right now, I'm very much exploring. I think even throughout that relationship, I gave.
0: Yeah, did you I, did you did you receive much? Or? I did
1: receive a lot, but I think in her eyes, she felt like she didn't give a lot. And I think when I mean by I gave, I sometimes I gave to distract from giving to myself. Yeah. Right, and because of that, I'm now in a space where I'm now learning self love
0: to have a relationship with yourself
1: with a relationship with myself yeah. um, being very much single minded yeah. and I think by being single minded is like some people say they're single but they're not really because they're still seeking companionship
2: yeah.
1: I'm very much enjoying my own company and I do yeah. enjoy my own company yeah. I, the one thing that I appreciate the most right now yeah. is my peace yeah. if you disrupt my peace
0: yeah.
1: I will remove you
0: in a second someone said protect your peace at all costs yeah, yeah. and
1: you have to respect your peace yeah. and I think do you know what yeah. I, that's the one thing I was like, do you know what, don't disrupt my peace yeah. because at the same time, I understand you may have your own way of working. Like, one of my colleagues said this best to me. He was like, you've got two types of love, right? You've yeah. got love that's a struggle yeah. and love that brings peace and simplicity. Yeah. And he was like, once you find that love that brings peace and simplicity, yeah. life becomes so much easier. Do you
0: know what it is? I, I, someone said this to me the other day that like, when you're young and it's like, you know, like, so you've been you've been in these two relationships. Yeah. Would you say you were in love in these relationships?
1: Second one for sure.
0: Okay. So I, I've I've definitely been in love in, in, in relationships. I'm 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 happily in a relationship now, actually. So, you know, I'm very comfortable in it and very mm-hmm. much in love in, in the relationship mm-hmm. and stuff. But what I hate to say what makes things different, because that's what every historian says about it. this time is different. Mm-hmm. I hate that because that's like famous last words, right? Mm-hmm. But I think I think once you find a love that isn't, like, this incredible high, mm-hmm. that's part of it, but it's mm-hmm. also this element of stability where it's just like, do you know what, I've got a rock behind me so I can just be myself,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but I actually have a companion, even though I am my own entity, but together mm-hmm. we're also an entity. Oh, mm-hmm. someone's calling you, bro. No,
1: it's fine. It doesn't, it doesn't um, exist. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't exist. That was a notification he's lying to you. Don't believe
0: that. <laughs> Justin, Why am I laughing? But anyway, 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 anyway. But no. So as I was saying, you get that kind of. I can't even. I can't look at it. You get that kind of love that is stable. Mm-hmm. It's a, it provides you stability, I mm-hmm. think, and that's kind of what not to say I was looking for, but it was more to say like. I think once you find it, you'll do anything to protect it and yeah. that kind of think And I think there's there's an element of realism to it as well. I think you. I think I've come to the point where. So, do you remember that podcast when when you interviewed us last? When mm-hmm. I was talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. that that thing I was yeah, yeah. that situation I was involved yeah. in, that's all resolved and that's aside now. And mm. and and you know, you know, the girl knows who she is because I told her I said, "Listen to this podcast and hear what I have to say about mm-hmm. you." She wasn't pleased initially, but anyway, mm-hmm. she did it. She understood. And, but we we were talking because we you know we 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 we're, we're on friendly terms now. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, look, I don't know why people expect in relationships that there has to be a problem.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Why can't... I think the only problem you should get in a relationship should be exogenous. I, it should be outside coming in. It shouldn't be inside going out. So it shouldn't be between the two of you creating fights for no reason. And this yeah. is what I was saying about the whole 21 thing. I kind of feel that, like, the relationship you probably had when you were 18 is very different to the one you had when oh, you... definitely, like, yeah. like, you know, later on. Definitely. Because one of them, the younger one, would have just... This girl would have created fights for no reason. Just fights so you two can just fuck and make love and whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, literally, (laughs) literally. Do you know what I mean? That's it. But, you know, as you get older, it's kind of... I don't actually need problems because life presents me with problems in itself. So, you know. But, bro, I, I see, I see, I see, like, girls chatting to you. So I see, like... What is it that you're looking for what is it you feel like you're I'm missing because you said you're missing the, you, you even said you've got your mum you've got your nan god bless them very much they've raised a wonderful young man yeah. full of hands as you like to say but you're missing the tip as you said so like what what is it that will take you to convince someone that this person is she is the apex she is the pinnacle what what does it take because i know they're girls that are chatting to you bro. i'm not looking you're not looking
1: as in like you know how people say when you look you don't see yeah I think for me, it's just like, you know what? I'm very much trying to be at peace with the present. Yeah. And I think I'm not trying to make myself a prisoner to a future that I don't know exists yet. And I think a woman probably exists in that future, but let me just take today as it comes. And I think, I don't need to be convinced.
0: You just know when you know.
1: You know when you know. Like, at the same time, it's like, I say this to myself and I say this to a lot of my female friends. I was like, a man will only commit when he has no other reasons not to.
0: You have to have no reservation, yeah. And you're like, cool. And
1: if you've got any reservation, and he chooses to commit, yeah, then you know that he means it. Yeah, he may change his mind. Yeah, but at that very moment he chooses to commit. He's made a very conscious decision to do so. And yeah, I think yeah, sometimes yeah. women try to convince a man to commit.
0: Yeah,
1: you can't I hate, convince. I hate when you that. You can't happens, do that. Man. Like for that just... me, it's like, yeah. I'm. 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 I'm I always. Say, I said this to. I said this to. Um, not only my previous partner but I've said this to to girls that I've just had conversation, even to my even to my friends who are in relationships. I was like, do you know what? I go, for me, showing me patience is probably the biggest virtue that I can appreciate from you. Okay. I go, at the same time, growth doesn't come overnight. Mm. And I go, if you're in this for the long haul and you're in this for a lifetime, mm. there is no rush. And I go, yeah. I think sometimes can be bound to their body clock, to the expectations and whatnot. Um... But yeah, man, it's just one of
0: those things. You're not, you're not, you're not like looking, you're not in the mood to look. I know you you, you, just, you know, patience is a virtue, but surely the, so that almost seems to me like you're telling me that like, there are people that are in the wings. Not waiting in the wings, but it tells me like, you almost suggesting in between the lines that there are, there are people like in between, they're waiting in the wings, they've been talking to you, they're friends, they've expressed admiration. You probably not let them in close enough for there to be adoration as of yet. But as mm. soon as you let them in, there'll be like the adoration. Of course, there's the respect, um, and the attraction is there as well. So what's 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 going on? Because I, f- I, f- I feel I feel like I feel like you're holding back.
1: I am. Um, I definitely am. Because like, I I yeah. I
0: do feel that your life is probably a lot more exciting than you're even letting on in this department. Like but
1: really, you know, like in honesty, like when I say that I've put myself into isolation. My friends have questioned me about it. And it's not necessarily a byproduct of my my last relationship. I think it's just the the space in life that I'm in. Yeah. And I think I've needed to kind of isolate myself. And my phone don't really pop like that, excluding the phone ringing earlier today. Oh, you admit it was the phone. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, yeah. Good. But that was that was just a random call in yeah. it. So Yeah, ra- random
0: then, random but her face is on the screen, B. <laughs>
1: So yeah, as we were saying like <laughs> some people yeah, as I was saying like I think for me right now yeah I'm happy to get to know people yeah however like if it comes it comes my way but in the same regard I'm I think right now I think when you're 24 25 26 27 yeah. they're very precarious and precocious Ages in a sense. We spoke about this, though, in the last podcast. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, they're very, very significant ages to a man. Yeah. I think, equally so, where a woman, maybe in a traditional sense, they look at those ages and think, where the next three or four years of my life are going, relationship wise. Yeah. I think for a man, where the fundamental basis to a man is his stability and his status, financially Mm. and socially, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. these are the years that I kind of want to build or Mm. reaffirm that foundation. Yeah. A woman can contribute to that. And a woman can aid me with that. However, I am not putting any expectations on a woman that I seek in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, if you capture my interest, you know, I'll approach you accordingly. You know, or okay, sera, sera, whatever will be, will be. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not putting any precedent of being like, I need to be in a relationship by 28. In terms of the women that I have spoken to in the last, you know, period or so, I very much enjoy their company. What
0: are we talking about period a week? A
1: month? No, 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 no. I'm talking about a very extensive period <laughs> okay, isn't it, okay. like a, a a large several months, okay. close to a year in it. Okay. Like if you've come across my time, like I very much appreciate their company. If they're no longer in my company, yeah. If they continue to be in my company, I still very much respect and admire them.
2: Yeah.
1: However, at the same time, to get me to commit right now, yeah. It's not necessarily on my absolute agenda. If it yeah. happens, cool. You never know who what, Like at the time when I got with my ex, for example, yeah. I was in a very dark space.
2: Yeah.
1: And I didn't didn't think I would commit. Mm. Although I was in a in a much more healthier position to commit because I had so many years of being single. Yeah. Not saying that I need another four years to be single, but mm. I'm in a space right now where it's like, I just want to get to know people. Yeah. I wanna just build meaningful relationships without it being a um a traditional relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So and I think, was, yeah. When was the last time you went out on a date? i not put you under the spot or nah,
1: what? No, honestly, like, the last time I went on a date was probably a couple months ago. Okay. Um, But I don't even like to call it dates and whatnot. I was what do you call them I, mean? just call <laughs> I just call it a rendezvous, innit? Like. I call it a rendezvous. <laughs> I think for me right now, I like it. Like, don't get me wrong, I enjoy the company of women. Yeah. And it sounds like I'm maybe some of this letharial or something. No, 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 this
0: is what I said earlier. Like, you're yeah. a ladies' man, do you like, know what I, I mean? That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, I think you get some you get some men who are very happy to be in the presence of women yeah. and in a non-sexual way as well. Yeah. Be just just having a nice chat and having yeah, a nice definitely. conversation. Like, and like, yeah. For
1: me, it's just like, just genuinely being in the company, Like so a couple of my boys would be like, bro, you need to be a bit more of a wolf, you need to be, you know, an opportunist, and you need to be, you know, you need to, like, stick it on them and this, that and the other. And I'm like, do you know what? I'm just working within my realm. Yeah. Right. And I'm doing what works yeah, for me. In it. And if it you goes back to right? what you said, like, about alpha males and beta yeah, males, yeah, yeah. right? I know that whatever people perceive as an alpha male, I'm yeah. not that. Yeah. I'm more of the very much of what you described as a beta male. Yeah. And I'm more so that. Yeah. If I can enjoy a woman's company and then not mislead her... Yeah. Like, the one thing that always guides me when, I come to, when it comes to women yeah, is that I do not want to pay for my sins through being the father to my daughter. Right? Ouch. Ouch. And I think Nas said it, I think. Yeah, I think that's where yeah, I am it from. And it's like, I don't want to pay for my sins by being fuckery to a woman... And having to pay that through my daughter. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's always been my my mantra and my philosophy that's guided me in terms of when I'm speaking to women. Like, I may have, you know, fucked over a woman as a byproduct unintentionally. Yeah. Therefore, that goes back to my saying, you know what, I'm not a good guy. I'm just a simple man with good intentions that have bad outcomes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's just simply what it is. So when it comes to women, it's like, I'm very open to learning you, discovering you, you know, getting to know you, you getting to know me, I'll give as much as you want. Mm. Do you know what I mean? At the same mm. time, all I require is that you respect my peace and you show me patience. Mm. Do you know what I mean? As a quintessential um, virtues. Mm. But other than that, it's like, whatever happens, happens, man. There's so many women, there's so many people for you to discover, so many amazing people. I look at the... I'm a cynic at heart, but yeah. I see the opportunism in people. I see the, the positivism in people. Yeah. Like I'm always positive about people, but I'm a cynical amongst myself. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's a that's an irony to it. But yeah, man, that's women for you. And like I'm not too concerned about a woman meeting X, Y, Z checklist. I can joke about it.
2: Yeah.
1: Like I can say, yeah, that a woman needs to be five, seven, or above, or you know, this, that, and the other. But that's me joking around. Like, if you present yourself and I present myself to you, there's a reason I presented myself to you. Yeah. And if you so happen to take um, an attraction to what I'm about who yeah. I am and what I am, then cool. Yeah. But at the same time, if it doesn't, cool. That's fine for me. Yeah. End of the day, I've always said to you that fatherhood means more to me than a relationship.
0: Yeah, no, I've seen you say this a number of times. Do you know what and mean? And yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah and it makes sense.
1: Like I'd rather make the right choice of making the, the right woman, the mother to my child, than yeah. the right partner. Yeah. Because yeah. people change. I think maybe that might be a, a reflection of seeing or maybe that may be a, a scar of seeing... Um, unsavoury relationships in my own household yep. but at the same time I'm cool with the space that I'm in yeah. and I think one thing I realise when I'm speaking to women it's like they have an expectancy and they have a definition of a man but they don't quite understand the man that they're with
0: ouch yeah
1: they're like a yeah. man should be this a man should be that my father was this so therefore I expect that which is great but equally so, I don't think they spend enough time understanding the man that they're with. Yeah. And they don't ask the right questions, therefore they don't get the right answers. Yeah. They ask the wrong questions, which means a man gives them the wrong answer.
0: Yeah. Or like a very sugarcoated answer.
1: A sugarcoated answer. And I think equally so, on a yeah. man's part, I think sometimes when... Because they're trying to preserve and protect feelings. Yeah. Because they know that, generally speaking, and again, I apologise if this comes across very chauvinistic. Um, but they are much more of the sensitive beings commonly known as. No, I, I'd, agree. I'd agree. I yeah, think, or I sensitive think... in the sense of when well, they don't like what they hear. Equally so men can be so sensitive as well.
0: I think that I I, I often, th- and this is a thing, I think like men are not given the opportunity to express how they actually feel. Mm-hmm. They're expected to have this position where like they're always supposed to be the strong man. They're mm-hmm. always supposed to be the one that kind of encourages the partner mm-hmm. all the time. And it's just like, we have our hang-ups too. We have, do you know, what I mean, we we as, as men, every every man has their insecurities. What yeah. you said about status, about whatever, about whatever, whatever. Like, and this is why it's like, I feel that sometimes social media can be very, very detrimental. Even platforms like
1: it's very
2: insidious.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. It just creeps up on you, and just yeah. and just like just because you'll look at people, what they do, and how many people follow them, or whatever they put on. But we shouldn't be phased by what they put on because the life they live is very very different because remember they're only just picking their best bits of their life to go and put on the highlight. that's it and so it's just like i think i get what you're saying i think and they come i I get why you're talking about the patience and everything else and being content because it's like and i get what you're and now i just think about what your friend was saying about the girl being broken and Mm -hmm. stuff like that 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 i probably need to think about more but in terms of a girl being able to accept me at my lowest. Mm-hmm. I think was it Marilyn Monroe said, you know, if you if you can't if you can't take me at my worst, you mm-hmm. don't deserve me at my best. Yeah. And so I think, I, yeah, I kind of I I kind of think that I think that we live. We, this is the problem. We we live in a society where everything is microwavable, and every and 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 our generation is probably like the first generation mm-hmm. where everything has happened very quickly. Yeah. And then what happens is we we you know. We go to school, we go to uni. We expect the world to give us something, and then when we go, out of sc- when we come out of uni, the world doesn't give us anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. We expect partners. So it's weird. It's weird, and even we get this from parents. And I hear this in like African households a lot. Forgive me for saying African, but everyone will know, will know why. But based on what I'm saying, a girl will leave. A girl will enter uni. Mum and dad will say, "Don't you dare have a boyfriend." Mm-hmm. Okay. They will continue with that narrative until they leave university. Where is your husband? And you're like, It's same in Asian households as well. Yeah, way. really? Yeah, yeah same. Yeah. So you're thinking, where was the transition? You've been screaming at me, no partner, for this long mm. and you're saying this. And so next thing is they come out of school, they want a partner, we want partners too. Although men we can we can kinda wait as well. Because yeah. I think I've said this before, like the downward pressure comes from women, not from, from men, because yeah. of the whole quote biological clock unquote. And so then they, want, then they want a man to have this, 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 that, and the third. They haven't asked their partners or partner, like, the right questions. They haven't got the right answers. Mm-hmm. And it's just ridiculous. And we live in such a microwave society where you expect to have a perfect relationship made now. Yeah. Like, somebody said to me that when I think about... You think about Barack Obama, right? Mm-hmm. Okay this guy was basically the equivalent of like a local counsellor at 30 mm-hmm. years old. Like, let any woman come and tell me that she's happy to go out with someone who's the local counsellor for Newham or Islington or Haringey at the age of 30. Mm. You'll be thinking he can be doing more. Yeah. But, you know, and again, I think that's a problem. We live in a society where everything is so microwaved, it needs to be quick, 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 quick. now, 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 now. And I think...
1: I think, it's like, I think it's, you know, it's like going back to the microwave analogy, it's like the one thing I say is that Many people, both men and women, yeah, because um, it seems that sometimes I can be very staunch towards women, but I think men do have a lot of fallacies within themselves. Mm, absolutely. People in general tend to have this. Yeah, again, micro culture where it's like you can have a ready meal, right?
0: Yeah.
1: But you try getting a ready meal from Sainsbury's and try adding a few flavors to yourself. It don't sound, It don't taste the same, <laughs> right? But if you get the right ingredients, you can make your own meal and you can create your own recipe. Yeah. And then you can cook up the home-cooked meal that you've always wanted.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Awesome, Venga model, bro.
1: This is what I'm saying, is that sometimes it's less about less about the, the final product and it's yeah. more so about finding the ingredients. Yeah. And I think once you find the right ingredients, you can then take things how you want to take
0: them. But are you in pursuit of those ingredients? Because it doesn't sound like you, you are at the moment.
1: If they come my way, man, it's like, do you know what I think? Life comes to you. Yeah. You should be proactive about life, yeah. but I think certain things come to you in life. And I think once you're in an element and space of where you want to be, you can then attract what you want to be. It sounds so secret-based, but it's yeah. like...
0: No, 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 but it, it does make sense. Yeah. But what, what about... Here, here's another thing. I know we're, we're hammering on about this relationship, but I told you we yeah. would anyway from, from earlier. I told you we would. What about a girl shooting her shot? Just like shoot your shot, two thousand and sixteen slash two thousand and seventeen. Be open for it. That. So I'm if a girl, open for that. if a girl has banter with you, you have banter with her, and then all of a sudden she enters your your DMs and then says, you know, let's let's talk, let's talk it out. Mm-hmm. You're open for it, yeah? yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm open for it. Like, I've always got time of day for someone. Do you know what I mean? And it's like if you've shown a interest in me. I'll allow you to divulge into that. I feel
0: like you're just indirecting here, and I'll talk to them.
1: No, no, I'm not even di- indirecting. It's simply as that. Yeah. Like,
0: but equally so... Because I've seen girls speak to you, not even like... I've seen girls yeah, speak yeah, to you yeah.
1: openly on the timeline, yeah, and it's yeah, just like... But do you know what? Take take Twitter of a pinch of salt, because the one yeah, lesson true. I've learned recently true. is that, like, it's very very easy to confuse interest with attraction.
0: And I say Jeez, that by... This her. is true. This is true.
1: I, very, I say this to myself, is that women may find me interesting... Mm as in they may be interested in the way I speak mm. what I speak about mm. but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're attracted to me mm. and I feel like there's two senses of attraction there's organic attraction yeah. which develops over a period of time yeah. and then there's instinctive attraction which is more bo- more so based on appeasement in the time and the, and the present
0: yeah no it's true when we, it's a good point you make like when we when we as you know I, I look at companies for like a, a, a living and yeah. we talk about the two types of growth you have organic growth which yeah. is just the company selling products and, mm-hmm. and doing that and we'll, we'll ask i'll ask you about what the forte is doing next in terms yeah. of it's organic growth then there's also inorganic growth which is where one company will buy another company and it will grow because it's bought another company because yeah. that other company is selling on its behalf and yeah. that's kind of link links back to that instinctive yeah. in, instinctive growth so i i get what you mean but i mean
1: yeah, man, it's that. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. I think just for me, it's like, you could be interested. You can, you know, just cause you find me interesting doesn't mean that you're interested in me. Yeah. And, yeah, I think that's just how I see it, and I'm so open to it. Yeah. Like okay, cool. You know, you may find me interesting, but yeah. I'll know when you're attracted to me.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. And I and I think attraction is the very much the basis to, to if not all relationships, the majority of relationships. No,
0: I, I used to say to myself, oh, the, I need to be mentally attracted to the girl. Da, 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 da. No. 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 Da, da, da. That's an important part yeah. for me, uh, you know, and probably for you as well because you're so introspective. It's yeah. an important part, but you need to see a girl and you need to see that first instant and think, nah, this girl's boom. Like, you need to just, yeah. yeah.
1: Or you know even that? It's like, she's bummed to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. bummed to me. Yeah, like. she's, she, she's righteous to me. Like, I think sometimes you need to, the reason why I've isolated myself is to remove myself from the comparison complex. Yeah. And I think sometimes you can get you can get caught up in caught up in that where you're like, my girl needs to be good looking so then I can show her off. Yeah. Or I need to be with someone or I need to be with someone that I can champion. That's just like
0: I've, keeping up with the Joneses, yeah. though,
1: right? Yeah. But for me, it's now it's like you know what? Let me isolate myself. Let me learn me. Let me know what I'm about and let me know what within my sphere, my private sphere mm. works for me. Mm. Because then that's the only world that I care about. Yeah. Right. And I think the, the as social media has brought so many advantages, I think I look at every follower as a different personality. Mm. Now, say, for example, you're following three, four, five, six, seven hundred followers, right? Yeah. That's 700 personalities at any given one moment. True. So you're coming across such a, a wide burst of people. Yeah. At every second, every minute, every this is hour. True. This right? is very true. So where you're absorbing so many different perspectives and views where maybe in the... I think I've said this on another podcast. I think I may have. If I haven't, then I'm saying it now. But we're the first generation that's going through the transition from non-social media to social media.
0: That's a very good point, especially so, at our age where we our, kind of just got introduced to the internet. Exactly. As well. There's yeah, a
1: generation yeah, yeah. before us, or yeah. no, sorry, a generation after us, who all they've known is social media in terms of when they're in their formative years.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think even granddad was like, was it granddad? No, I don't think it was granddad. Um, but it was someone else. They were like, the ages from 15 to 21 is when you go through your first firsts. I said that in, a, in, a, in, a, in that podcast last time. Yeah, happened, yeah, 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 15 to 25. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You're the granddad still. Um, but it comes down to that. And yeah. it's like you go through a lot of first. Yeah. And um, because of that, you then base your ideology based on those first you experience. Where yeah. for us, we've gone through a transition of knowing non-social media to yeah. social media. So we know the before and after. Yeah. So that's why we're caught in this kind of... Um,
0: I, this problem. Yeah, exactly. I I do I do feel. It's like
1: we want we want the previous, but we accept yeah. what the pre. That it's like you know when people are like. Yeah. You know when you come across girls now and it's like ah, oh, how come you don't show me on social media? But then sometimes we're caught in the prior to social media because we know what the generation before us was like. Was like I need to show you off. Yeah. Like my friends know about you. My family knows about you. Exactly. Why do you care about what social media? This feels?
0: is oh my gosh. You know I was having a I was having a conversation with my girlfriend about this the other day. And she was like, how come you don't show me off on social media? I was like, I don't feel the need to. I was like, you've met my people already. Yeah. You met my mum. I, no, I had no problem introducing her to my mum. You know people have a problem. We spoke about this on our last podcast anyway. But mm-hmm. like even, even, even in the sense of seriously presenting her to my mum, I had no problem doing it. Mm-hmm. And to some friends as well and family. I had, no, I had no problem doing it. And she was mm-hmm. like, oh, why didn't you show me off? I was like, and it's like going back to the old things. I'm like, there'd be no need to do that. Like back in the day, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To show you off on social media, but now it's just, yeah, yeah. But it's like it's like a rule. Somebody said, "What do you call it? Um, if you're on my timeline, you're not my girlfriend." Like, or no. you're not, you're not. You know what I mean? That's
1: all types of men, you know? <laughs> That's all types of men. Like, I swear to you that. But then equally so, I understand the significance of social media, right? Because yeah. so many of my boys speak to their girlfriends now, right? And they're like. Why haven't you shown anyone that you're in a relationship online? Yeah. yeah. Now at the same time they've met the mother, they've met the dad, they've met the, they've got a relationship with the sister and everything. But it's and certified. That. So it's what? certified. But at the same time it's that validation aspect. But then the validation comes from your ego because you feel like now think about it this way you now, right? This is i was speaking to an an older now, right? Yeah. So they were in the like forties and fifties. And like, you know when you ever speak to an elder, like, oh, back in my day? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: But I was listening this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they were like, when we were growing up, we grew up around our friends in the ends. Yeah. And we were growing up around our family. Yeah. And maybe our work colleagues yeah. at a stretch. Yeah. So long as our partner knew who our friends were, who our work colleagues were, and who our family was. That's it. That's all that matters. But now, because we've been expo that is like and then I kind of you know put my own input and I was like now where you are on social media and a lot of strangers
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: they're not friends and they're not acquaintances but they see you on a day to day basis yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, you feel like you mean like online yeah on online yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah.
1: because they see you on a day to day basis be it you sharing your thoughts your retweets it's it's your true. likes it's your true. pictures and it's whatnot, true. they have some sort of basis of who you are
0: because I, I, I have a 80-20 rule I have a belief that you might have hundred followers but you'll have like twenty core followers who yeah, you'll like yeah, openly yeah. communicate yeah, to yeah. you right. So
1: I have the same with Instagram. Yeah. It's just it like
0: original, it's yeah. just like you have people that you're regularly happy to communicate to and they're obviously regularly happily to happy to communicate with you. And I think it's is it's, it's kinda of like that. And I'm thinking, but it's like the people who are like call them like a core following, I might not necessarily know them. I, I might have just kind of like just met them and then yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like Obviously, I met this... We met through through Demi, of course, and then doing this, and yeah, now yeah. we go back and forth on on, on on the timeline, of course. And so it's kind of... That's how we've formed our, Ooh, our, our, our friendship in yeah, that and way, in that yeah, way. Yeah. So, you know... so But we live in a different age where that can happen, do you know yeah. what I mean? Because that wouldn't have happened, you know, many mm-hmm. years ago because, you know, I'd have... Like, you know, in, in 15 years ago or something, 20 years ago, we wouldn't be doing a podcast, for example, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then Demi wouldn't have brought me to you. So, we, we do live in a different area. So, sometimes I kind of understand why girls are like, why don't you do this? But I'm just like, you're asking for your cake and eating it, bruv. Because yeah. what do you want? It's like, what do you want? Do you want me to show you out on a timeline, but my mum doesn't know you, bruv?
1: Meeting a mum, I think, is a very important thing. From
0: boys to mums, anyway. Boys to mums, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I think
1: it's a very important thing. I think women disregard that. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think women try to pressure a man into that, and I think they shouldn't, because it happens in its own time. Yeah. But in the same regard... I think the thing about social media that bothers me when it comes to relationships, it's I've like what I learned anyway was that sometimes people just like to put on this pretense that they've got this fairy tale relationship.
0: Yeah, no, right? I get that. And get it's like,
1: that. for me, social media should be called highlight media.
0: No, oh, of course, of course, because it's all no, cool about of course. your highlights. Of course. And you know what annoys me as well is that even aside from relationships about social media, just going back to what what. We said earlier yeah. just the amount of people that talk bollocks on social media is unbelievable hey, people but it's so easy though that's what people people just claim to be experts yeah about this and even even no i names, mean no no names no, no names, no names. Like i was gonna say because you know myself and Steve, <laughs> we we've spoken about certain people offline <laughs> we've spoken about people offline and we've said this is bollocks, this is bollocks. And I am in no way, shape or form, going to mention any names. And I'm not even going to just conjure up anyone's imagination. Yeah. Um, but I just find that amazing. But even with relationships, I just, I'm just, i just like, it's mad because... It's another thing that gets on my nerves. It's not gets on my nerves. It's just like sometimes the double standards of females. Now, luckily, I've not... I, I feel very blessed that I'm in a relationship where... My partner is very cognizant of double standards. Yeah. So she tries not to present them that much. Yeah. But sometimes I've been with girls, the double standards are just absolutely mad. It's mad. It's mad. So even with the social media thing, she was like, How come you don't show me off on social media? And I was like, I was like, You see my mum now? Huh? She's like, Yeah, actually, do you know what? Touche. Touche. Play. Yeah, well played. Yeah, well played. You're Wall done. Play. You're done. And yeah. this this is this is this is why I like. We can concede points, is yeah. it's good. But I just, I just, yeah, I just find it mad how there's this crazy, crazy double standard on social media, off social media. It's just nuts, man.
1: I think it's, you know, it's like, it goes back That's the reason why I, I respect introspection so much.
0: Yeah.
1: And being able to look at a situation. You like, might as
0: well just call it retrospection, man. Right? Like this, mess, man.
1: Listen, you have to, but.
2: Yeah.
1: I think that's why I appreciate it so much when someone can look at a point and be like, you know what? Well played.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, touche. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think a lot of times is that like some people, like, i said this to one of my female friends now like, she's always going into back and forth with her partner and then she'll come to me and i'm just and i'm backing her man like, yeah i'm not that theme. i'm not that male friendly. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. don't worry baby you can do better like <laughs> nah like i'll stick it on you and be like listen you ain't shit be like i'll be like you know your man's got a point
0: so this rum is kicking in you know Yeah. no
1: on the rule like it's, bro coxper in it coxper gets to the point but like For me, it was like, what would you rather do? What would you rather do? Would you rather lose the person or the principle?" Exactly. And I think a lot of times it's like, we still hold so strong to our principles that we're willing to lose the person that
0: we're with. It's like what you said earlier. It's about contradictions. Yeah. Like, if you live a life, you're going to have to make contradictions. It's as simple as that. Because we have to change. Yeah. Change is part of growth. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, yeah, so... Of, you know, I hate. I just hate it when people are like that. Like, oh, no, I'm just trying to hold this position. And I'm just like, bruv, just let it go, man. Yeah. It's like sometimes even when people fight with partners, it's like, you know what? Yeah, it's like, excuse me, talking to people about being the bigger man or the bigger woman mm-hmm. and I don't want to do it. And I'm like, do you understand from, uh, from the perspective of a fly on the wall how much of a dickhead you, you look like yeah. and you sound like as well? It's just like, let it go. It's like, let it go. Wait, it's okay. like...
1: I'm like, do you know what I was like, you know, this is a very trivial matter? I was like, no, this is trivial in the grand scheme of things. And then they'll be like, no, it's not. I'm like, okay, let's break this down. I was like, you're arguing Bro. over something there's like I So Bro. I've had one of I've had I come across so many like relationship problems from my friends and so yeah. forth, both male and female. So
0: you're a bit like a Dr. Phil.
1: Nah, do you know what it is? I think do you know what a common narrative I've discovered of myself recently? Yeah. Right? That both. Particularly, my female friends, yeah. they've, what they've relayed to me, or even just women in general, is that they speak to me because they feel like they won't be judged. Yeah. And I yeah. say to them, I was like, I've gotten a. Re-, you know, like how. This is going to sound so chauvinistic and so fucking. You know when a slag's like, oh, only God can judge me? I hear you. Me, myself, I'm like, do you know what? Do you know what? I had to judge you.
2: It's true. It's yeah, true. I'm like.
1: I'm like, at the same time, all I can do, yeah, is understand your decision-making, question your decision-making, and give my perspective. But <laughs> that
2: I'm not sounds, in a no position to judge it. That's, that's the truth, though.
1: That's yeah, actually the true. truth. Do you do know what, what I mean? It's
2: like,
1: I'd, I'd rather say, do you know what, cool, just let, let me hear what you got to say. Yeah. And then from then, I can then give my two cents. Yeah, 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 If you wish to cash it in, so be it. If you wish to not, that's your business. Yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah, man, it's like, I come across so many of, like male and female friendships where, like, they argue over the most trivial stuff.
0: Do you know what it is? That's another thing that gets on my nerves is that people who are friends, even people who are platonic friends, will have fights over the maddest of things. Small things, it's like, it's like, it's like water to a duck's back.
2: Yeah.
0: When you're in a relationship now, it's every single point that you need to go and win, especially when a relationship is going south. It's point
2: scoring You
0: need to go and score points. It's like, when did this come in? Yeah. And who told me that this was a points going exercise?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, nah, I'm not it with it. You can't
1: run. Like for me, it's just like I look at relationships now, and I'm thinking, do you know what? I didn't get into relationship for problems. I got into relationship for peace.
0: And my betterment and my development, yeah, and like, I got in for for balance. It there's going like, to be.
1: Do you know what? There's always going to be problems. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not ignorant to problem is existing. Oh yeah. Because at the same time, it's two strangers, quintessentially coming together and learning a new dimension to them. Mm. So I'm not ignorant to any sort of um, problems existing. Mm. However, it's having that foresight and being like, all right, cool. What I'm going through right now, what is the significance of it? And if it's it's something that you continually bring up, Mm. then that's something you need to do within yourself. Because I've given you my two cents, I've given you my solution, and I've given you
0: my premise to it. Have you you seen that with like, you may have seen this because you spoke about your like you having insecurities, yeah, and you're yeah. in a relationship. Have you seen this like when sometimes a girl will be in a relationship with you, mm. and she'll constantly bring up insecurities, and you can deal with it for a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. Then eventually you have to be like, you gotta stop with this bullshit. I'm not here to deal with your previous problems. I'll yeah. support you. I'm, I, you know, I love you. I'm here to support you, but I'm not here to deal with the bullshit that you're giving to me. That bullshit you should have dealt with before you got with yeah. me in a relationship.
1: I think, do you know So I'll give you two sides of the coin, right? So I'll give you my insecurity and I'll give you um, the insecurity from a woman, right? So one of my large insecurities is obviously, you know, my stature,
2: um,
1: which I deal with in its own way. Mm. But on the flip side, so one insecurity that many women present me with is like, I feel like I'm not smart enough. Really? Yeah. They feel like they're not... They feel like... Um, I don't stimulate them. Or they don't stimulate me, should I yeah. say. Um, and then... Or they don't feel like they have a, a direct value to my life. So, where I'm very practical, mm. in the sense that I can go from fixing your computer to drawing up your business plan, things that are very tangible... No, no, no. Let's, let's, let me finish this class first. Let me finish this class first. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to the third class soon. Or maybe the fourth. <laughs> I'm not too sure. I haven't counted. But... Um, Yeah, so like they'll be like, I don't feel like I'm smart enough or I don't feel like I provide any value to your life. Mm. And it's like, okay, that's the insecurity that you're facing because I've given you no indication that I disvalue you. I'm not discouraging you. I'm not, you know, complaining. Mm. I'm not anything of that nature. Mm. Equally so, on my side, it's like they're trying their best to not make me feel like I'm smaller than them, which is a fact. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Now, some insecurities you've got to deal with in yourself and some insecurities that you have to be open about and I think sometimes it's going back to your point when they continually bang on about it. Yeah. You'd be like, all right, cool. We can either go over the problem yeah. or you can present a solution.
2: Yeah.
1: And where me personally, I'm very solutions driven. Yeah. I have a present a solution. Or shut up. Yeah.
2: That's and real. it's as simple as that. That's it.
1: And I go, I'm not here to entertain your bollocks. Mm. And I go, and sometimes you have to be put an ultimatum in front of them. Not only to, for them to sit with themselves. Or you can be like, okay, we can have a discussion about it hmm. and you can be honest and introspective and say to me, what is the irrationality yeah, yeah, on yeah, the no, basis exactly. of it? Exactly. Or, shut up, deal with it in your own time yeah, yeah. and don't bother me. Yeah. Because at the same time, yes, we're in a relationship, yeah. but listen, I respect my peace too much.
2: Yeah. So Trust don't me.
1: bother me Trust because at the same time, this is a problem you've carried with you pre prior to me. Yeah. So you can go about your business in your own way. Yeah. And I'll be here but don't come to me with this. No, I and agree. sometimes I agree. you've got to be thorough with it. And I, I think agree. some women try to mollycoddle, some men try to mollycoddle, some guys try to be over-accommodating. I've been a victim of that. I've been liable of that.
0: I think everyone has. Everyone I think I I think. I think there's there's a time when men... I think we've all heard of the stories about women being, like, over-accommodative yeah, and, yeah. and kind of just getting it's fucked the, it's over, the, it's the, right? It's the
1: dominant narrative.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. the woman getting fucked over. We've heard of that so many times, but we, I think there's a point in time when, do you know what it is? It's, it's always weird because you hear these stories of... I always think you get conflicting signals from females because you get females that say, I like a man that can take the lead, take charge, take control, be, like, very... Put uh, me on Yeah, put Yeah, exactly. But then you also get women who are like sensitive with me be whatever be whatever and sometimes we may kind of like tend towards like the latter and be kind of like okay you're going to be a bit more soft you're not going to say things that you might usually say mm. you'll just be reserved because you're understanding that you're with someone and i guarantee you well, i don't guarantee you because there's an exception to every rule but it's kind of likely that if you tend towards that latter and i'm not saying you're being like a i'm, I'm not telling people to be a dickhead but if you are just quiet and you're not expressing your views and your thoughts mm. and your opinions, you're going to get walked over completely because you're just going to be seen as a nice guy. And there's actually a, a, a book that I had to read years ago because I had a relationship when I was about 19 mm. and I was a complete pushover, complete yeah. pushover. And actually, when I was speaking to, I don't speak to the girl now, but when I was speaking to the girl, she was like, how come you just didn't, didn't air any of your opinion? And I was like, oh, I just wanted you to be happy. I was just like that kind of that, mm. that bullshit that I just managed to conjure up. There's a book called no more mr nice guy really good book and it's saying look like life is not about as a man anyway life is not about saying being a dickhead and saying you must do this you must do that Mm -hmm. but you know what? it's just about being politely firm in your opinion so if a girl says yo do you want to come and see me this weekend and you've got stuff to genuinely do you're like no babe i have stuff to do Mm -hmm. cool it's just it's about being polite and but being affirmative at the same time and i I think it's that being yourself man Exactly. Do you know what I mean, it's like I think exactly. sometimes I
1: think nowadays what I realize when I'm looking even at myself here, is that you must operate in absolutes. Yeah. When yeah. reality is, yeah, both men and women are a spectrum. Oh yeah. And you can you can you oh, can yeah. vary from that spectrum and that scale where you can be an absolute prick or you can be an absolute nice guy, but it's how you navigate that spectrum and find that balance, determines how you how how you provide yeah, yeah. an appeasement to yourself, and I think. Yeah, man, it's like, with insecurities and with things of that nature, and it's like, you've got to be affirmative, but accommodating as well. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: You must be both. And I think sometimes it's like, when you speak to someone, be it man or woman, that's why I say I don't really have a criteria. Yeah. Because my criteria may contradict each other. Yeah. And what I may come across may contradict my criteria.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I, I get that all the time. I yeah. Just, but, I, you know, I, I just feel... Because... I mean, we, we spoke about it in the, in the last podcast. Yeah. Going here. I'm not going to talk about the kind of models that we run and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But I, and actually, I was talking to a girl about I was talking to my girlfriend about this, actually, because believe it or not, I'll tell you a funny story. She, she didn't necessarily reach out to me because of the... Well, like primarily because of the podcast, yeah. but the podcast was a main factor as to why she reached out to me. So yeah. i got to thank you because you hooked me up still. So you know, Ordinary lessons. Days work. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, exactly. But
1: one day the podcast can do something for me.
0: It oh, will. It will. One I know there are people that are listening to your podcast. Listen, you get more listening. You get you 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 get more people listening to your podcast than, than people listening to the CM podcast. I know we just started, and I got to say, by the way, I know we're like bulls deep in this podcast. I will tell. I've even, I've even said it in in podcasts that we've done that you are responsible for the Capital Moments podcast being created. Yeah. Like we are, you know, I am and therefore. I listened we to are... it the other
1: day, funnily enough. I was listening to the Capital Moments podcast. I think it was episode three. Yeah, Is that the yeah, Housing yeah. One?
0: Yeah, Housing yeah. One, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was listening
1: yeah. to that and it was like it was good to see like very in tune young gentlemen, equally so with young, in tuned women, speaking about concepts and subjects that yeah were relatable, yeah. but at the same time, they weren't trying to yeah. overcomplicate it with jargon. Yeah, and you yeah. know, trying to come across too intelligent or yeah, yeah. too pretentious. It was like, yeah. yo, like, this is how we speak. This is what we're yeah. going through right now at the ages of 23, 24, 25, 26. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, this is how we're gonna run with it. So that like, even with like, I'm glad that you guys did it because it was very we, necessary very, for the, for the culture.
0: We are very great. We are very grateful. I say this all the time. We are very grateful for you, kind of yeah, posting man. me a demi and and whatnot. And you know, we wouldn't. I don't think we would have started the podcast without you, kind of giving us the opportunity to kind of talk about ourselves as human yeah, beings yeah, yeah. and then thinking actually, the microphone is not a scary thing. Yeah. Um, so we are. I, I can't express how grateful I am. I, I'm eternally grateful. Every time I do a podcast, I'm like, this is with us No, oh, seriously, seriously. But I think um, I think that you know, I've I've I was talking to you enough about relationships. I think yeah. not that we're drained out, but I have spoken to you enough, and I think that listen, if you like this guy, and I'm I'm just being a host here isn't it? If you like this guy, he's he's drinking his rum now because he needs to drink it, like. You you know what to do. You know how to speak to him. You know he's currently up in his mountain. Just go and send him some Getz-like videos in <laughs> a DM. That's what my girlfriend did yesterday. She's like, you mm. know, I don't listen to gets, but then she sent me some gets. he's like, look at the way... Do you know that cipher that gets did with... That BBC cipher where it was him, No Lay...
1: Was that the one... The BBC one, well? yeah, 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 the yeah, BBC
0: yeah. one where he just walked off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was talking about his girlfriend of, like, six, seven years and he just walked off yeah. and sent that to me. I was like... She's like, I don't listen to Gets, but I know you do. I was like, you're a real one still. You're, you're a real, real one. You're a real one still. Yeah, trust me. I, pre- I
1: appreciate that. <laughs> like
0: but small. I think... So I, I, I think we're almost going to draw to our close. But as we draw to our close, I do want to ask you just a few small, small questions anyway that are completely, you know, null and void in relationships. The, the, the podcast that you've done so far which one has been your favourite? And you don't, by the way, you don't have to feel inclined to say the CM podcast. Do you know cause...
1: what? Everyone asks me this question and a few listeners have asked me this question as well. like, yeah. what's your favourite podcast?
0: Yeah.
1: Do you know what? I think the diplomatic answer would say that, you know, each and every one has taught me something. Yeah. Um, But if the ones that kind of stand out to me, yeah, I'd say the one with Chike, yeah, the one with Dante yeah. and the one with CM. And yeah. I think the reason why is because I think there was a density to them yeah. and then there was an, an expressiveness that you don't commonly hear yeah. from different avenues. So, like, from GK space, it was the kind of aspect of regret and, I guess, you know, the whole concept of chasing perfect. Yeah. And us being in a similar space and other, like, GK is a very cool brother and I think I resonate with him a lot. Yeah. With Dante as well, it's like the element of it being very playful and, you know, being very honest and equally so with, you know, you and Demi, it was like, it was a very, very intelligent yet very playful podcast. and I think people resonated with that as well it was like you know what these guys are are smart but they're not talking down to us mm. and equal. and I think it was just trying to present that different narrative so those are the, my top three I'd say
0: all right yeah oh, I'll take that on board and then and then in terms of the brand where are you where are you going next like what's the next steps for for, for, for you and for the rest of the, the, the team because I know you guys are like a team of four or something like that do you know so, what yeah. it
1: is Alright, cool. If I'm honest, it's like there's been some team changes as such. Not mm-hmm. necessarily in a bad way or a good way. I just mm-hmm. think like life gets in the way and you just gotta to adapt towards. No, it. No, I
0: agree, I agree. I
1: think me personally, I've kind of taken a bit more of a solo approach in terms of the endeavours. Yeah. Um in terms of where it's going, I've kind of taken the leadership of you know where I want it to go. Um having, you know, part ownership of where things are going. Yeah. And I think right now it's like the podcast, I'm trying to get my consistency back because I feel like the last podcast... or In fact, I haven't really done podcasting since January and I'm starting to try to get back into the rhythm of it and I feel yeah. like a lot of people do resonate. When I linked up with my boy Samuel the yeah. other day, yeah. Samuel Wood, check him out. Amazing guy. No, he's a great guy. Right? Great
0: guy, actually. I've, I've, I've come across him. Yeah, great
1: Samuel guy. Wood is, is, is amazing. Fantastic like, he's, guy. He's a bright young man. Good guy. And um, he... Was like yo, like bro, like when's the podcast? Like, you know, everyone's like bro, when's the next podcast? So like bro, like when's the next one? But like, you
0: know what? I've, I I feel like you needed this. Yeah. I feel like you because I. Do you know what it is? I, like it's like, as I said, I got a soft spot for Arsenal, so I watch yeah. Arsenal fan TV, yeah. and I kind of like I get Robbie and I get like troops and DT mm. and Coletti and all of these guys, but I'm just like why can't I just interview the guy behind the camera sometimes? Because yeah. without that, you wouldn't see what's going on, do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I, I, feel, I feel, I think this is important for, well, personally for me, because I've I was I, I, I've said this to Seeps time and time again, and in fact, the last time I said to him was this Monday, Bank Holiday Monday, I was like, we have to make this happen, he's yeah, like, can you do Saturday? And then we were like, so here we are now. And I was like, because I, I know, anyway, from a personal perspective, you're an interesting person, yeah, and yeah. you have lots of things to say, mm-hmm. but the position you're in, trying to build the brand, and I mean, believe it or not, he's just wearing Forte material. We're sitting on like a Forte rug right and Right now. I'm looking at a Forte poster. He's very proud of his brand. And I'm like, it's, it's, it's obviously a very good brand. So he's trying to build the brand, mm-hmm. which kind of means that you've had to make compromises yourself. So things like today where, you know, this has mainly been you speaking for the majority yeah, of the yeah, period yeah. of time. And I think that's necessary for you because I think that for someone to come up with the idea to interview various people doing their things in various different fields, whether it's from baking cakes to being a comedian to running a business to focusing on businesses for females to focusing on flipping, making hair for black women in London. Trust me, I've listened to all your yeah. podcasts. I've, I, no, no, seriously, yeah. I, I you know, seriously, I, you know, I enjoy it. The
1: most daunting thing for me when it comes to sports, I'm not, the overwhelming thing is when people will, like, I listen to it because... I think where I'm such a critic of myself, I don't give myself enough credit.
0: I, I don't think you do.
1: Yeah, sometimes I don't and I think that's always been my downfall and I think previous partners, friends, even my mum to a certain extent, you yeah. know, they've always kind of gotten to me about that. But in terms of where I want to take the forte mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the podcast itself, yeah. it's like, I've, I, sometimes it's good to have a plan, Yeah. but for me it's like, I'm kind of being like, you know, I just want to enjoy the process. Yeah. And I've got some things in the in the work. So like I've got you know the website, you know merchandise, you know going back to the the very very early point of like why green, why the name.
2: Yeah.
1: It's still, I don't know why, but it's like I'm like rah, like you really like this, and I'm like why do you like this, and I always question it. But sometimes now it's like it's less so questions and just giving people the answers. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: And now it's just like you know let me put stuff out there. And I think the lesson that I've learned, again, going back to a previous question of it, is like, what have you learned? Yeah. If you don't try, you won't know. Yeah. And I think I've gone to that point now where it's like, I want to try it. And even if it costs me money, time and effort, at least I know the answer. Yeah, sure. And I think the biggest value I can give... Life will give you so many questions, but I think the meaning of life is to find the answers.
2: Yeah.
1: And now it's like, I'm now in that space now. It's like, I've gone through... 25 odd years of asking yeah. so many questions yeah. let me spend the next 25 finding yeah. the
0: answers Yeah. no I've, I think I think even from a personal perspective because I, I knew about the podcast about Finding Your Forte before Demi spoke to oh, me sorry. about it yeah yeah oh. no 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 We because we one of my friends, his name's Belau. Oh. His handles tweets, tweets mm. by Bilal, He knows mm. you. He knows you actually. Mm. And I'm like, he's like my best friend at mm. uni actually. And he was like, oh yeah, yeah. So you're gonna see seeps. and I am like, yeah, I am actually. And so he was like, oh, cool guy, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. So I knew I'd known about your stuff beforehand. But I think I think you're, I think you're a very intelligent young man. So and I think I think you've got a lot going for you. I try, man. In terms of in terms of you know, in terms of where you're going to take the business. Because I think Mm. there's many ways you can go. And, uh, you know, Seeps has shown me some stuff as to what he wants to do, which remains a discussion offline, not an online discussion, of course. But, you know, and I think the business is going forward. And I think think the reason why people like it, I think just people want to know behind... Because I think when you come across, like... When you come across people that actually are doing stuff, Mm. it's sometimes hard to accept that they are just human beings. And I, no, I think you just bring the human being element out of them, and mm-hmm. I think that was what I think it was why I wanted to be here today. I just wanted to bring the human element as to who Seeps is, who CP Productions is, and like Yo. who Chirag Patel. Is. Sorry <laughs> to use your full name, of course, but just I, I think I you think try I, to try googling, you won't find me. <laughs> I think I tried to look you on I tried to look you LinkedIn like a brief link. You, it's not easy to find, is yeah, it? Yeah, brother. I'm thinking, right, like, it's hard to find you yeah, still, man. but I, I think. A lot of people are interested in what you have to say because I think they come up with this concept mm. and to to know and the fact that you know different people as well from different spheres of life,
2: mm.
0: I think that's very interesting because I think you get to a point in time where I, for example, know a lot of people in finance, but I don't know someone who can make me a cake. Mm. Obviously, large up Fifi, of course, you know that. But, but yeah. I, I know her because of you and because yeah, of yeah. her events and stuff like that. But. I think you know people from various different walks of life, which is very telling about your personality and very telling about, you know...
1: Yeah, like, I you think, know. you know, for me it's like... I feel like there's so many great people out there mm. and I think greatness is that... I think sometimes people, when they think of business now, it's like they think of money, they think of finance, they yeah. think of, yeah, you know, yeah. all those kind of elements there. And I think sometimes, you know what, success comes in so many different shapes and forms and I think where... A lot of young people in their formative years. Yeah. And I think I'm not trying to get the something stage. I'm trying to get the from nothing stage.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's like I just
0: want to capture yeah, that. Yeah, I, just... I saw you speak yeah. this about a certain like up and coming artist yeah. about the from nothing to something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I'm yeah, just like yeah. I
1: just want to capture the from, from nothing stage because it's like that's what matters to me. Yeah. So then you if once it's documented, it lives. It it lasts the test of time. Yeah. And I think for me it's just like I want to. Because I'm fortunate enough to connect with people or be open enough to connect to people from yeah. different backgrounds, it just it adds value to me because yeah. if I need something and I think everyone has a usefulness and a yeah. use to them and everyone has a need. Yeah. So if you can triangulate that, yeah. then cool, you're on a winning formula. Yeah. And I think if I, if I need something, say, for example, I need a graphic designer, yeah. I can think of three names off the top of my head that I yeah. can go to. If I need a cake maker, Fifi's the first one on my list. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? If I need... Say, for example, I've got a boy. So one of my boys is looking to do a football documentary. Yeah, yeah, I can connect him straight to Jermaine. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's like... Yeah. It's things like, like... Say, for example, one of my boys was like, oh, bro, like, I'm looking to delve into stocks and shares and, you know, get that financial acumen. Yeah, I can connect them to you.
0: Yeah, plug him. Plug, do you know what I'm saying? It's like, way, all
1: you've got to do is yeah. know the right people, even if you're not the answer. Yeah. So long as you know somebody but I, that has I, the
0: answer. I feel, I feel that in this day and age... I feel that we need we need conduits, and I feel that's what you. Are. I feel that like you're a conduit. I think that you can put people in the different directions. I think yeah. you can kind of point people. And I think it's like you're a matchmaker, pretty much. Mm. You matchmake people and say, right, he or she is doing this, so you two should just go and meet up. I and, don't see why not.
1: Yeah, because, like, it's
0: important. There, there's, there's definitely a space for that.
1: For me, what I learned is the biggest drawback to myself, yeah, and I think this is the, the biggest downfall to me for many years and maybe to a certain extent now is Mm. that i've been so reluctant to ask for help yeah i've been so yeah i'm
0: kind of like that as well actually if i
1: can do it myself when it comes to a cost to me Mm. i'll rather do Mm. that than save myself the money and time by going to someone else yeah when now i'm trying to make myself more open to collaboration Mm. more open to um you know asking people for effort, like more more open to asking people just yeah, for yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think the more open you are, yeah, the more you will receive. Yeah. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And I think that's just the space I mean with the whole Forte element, the whole idea of it was behind group economics. Yeah. Like yeah. building a base of not enough racial tone that you can oh, typically no, no. hear, but like, yo, we're all young. We're all Londoners. We're all young people in the UK and beyond. Yeah
0: if there's we a, can
1: connect and we can build a foundation, there's more strength in collaboration yeah. than there is in competition.
0: Someone said that a house that is divided uh, uh, cannot stand. But yeah. also there's, there's an idea. So like, uh, an economist called Olson mm. made a book called The Logic of Collective Action, which is where people who may have differences, but have core beliefs come mm. together. And it's kind of like, we're all, excuse me, we're young, professional, in London like proud londoners mm. like what we were going to what we were saying yes. about earlier like you know when we think about it it's, it's it's just like it's like you know i don't know i get this but it's like you know when you see someone who's like doing just as well as you are and like they pass you by you have no you, you can't do anything else but acknowledge them and just say i see what you're doing it's yes. like when i i, I run sometimes and that like sometimes I'll see like a runner and you give them the runners wave. You don't know who they are, but you just put your hand up and you say hello. It's kind of recognising what they do. And it's kind yeah. of I feel that's kind of what you've got going on here. There are so many people that, you know, you can like you, Seeps, you can connect us to. Um and that you can also connect to us. Yes. And I think that's that's kind of an important role. And I think I think from my own kind of opinion going forward, I think that's something that you have to I guess take in mind is that the fact that you are a bit of a, a a bit of a conduit, the fact that you know that you can connect people and 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 kind of influential people I hate to use the word influential because I don't mm. really like it, but maybe not them, but the brand that they have yeah. is influential not kind under- of thing. Like, so, I think for yeah. me' it's
1: like if for me it's always about like I said uses and needs yeah right and it's it just it's just a formula, and I think for me it's like. I can go back to my own personal philosophy. If I can, I will. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, if they had that same philosophy, they would better themselves so much I more. agree.
0: No, I agree. I agree. And it's
1: if I can, I will. And I think sometimes it's less about what you take, but what you can give.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: And I think there's so many great people in this world, particularly in the business space in the creative space and whatever space that you're in, all you've got to do is collaborate. Yeah. And all you've got to do is reach out to someone. If they turn you down, they're not the connection for you. That's a good point. And at the same time, I think sometimes because we are in London and because we are black and ethnic minorities, yeah. we only know the same faces ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And because we're a minority as it is, we feel like we're in a limited space. Yeah. Right? Now, there's so many people out there that you can connect with. And it was just like, whoa, like you never know how far your message can go. Mm. And I think once you realise that, once you do something it's out there for this year, I think one, I think Pharrell said this. I think it was Pharrell. It was like, you can be the author to a story, but you are no longer to the author to the message.
0: People have to... You know what? This is mad because I have I have a group of friends in Cambridge and we talk about it all the time. So we talk about, like, how easy is it? This thing is going to have to be split in two, by the way. It's going to be split in yeah, two. Yeah, it has, to, split it has two. to. I've it got split to split in two. I've got like, it's really mad, mind. but we'll, 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 we'll carry on. It needs to be carried on. Don't
1: worry about the names for you. It. It's fine. But
0: it's like, when you think about people like Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. right? The message he had was great, mm-hmm. right? Or idealistically great anyway. It mm-hmm. might not necessarily have been great to execute because that's fucking difficult. But but the man himself, the guy was... He just did all sorts of madness, kind of... Apparently, he was, like, cheating on his wife yeah, and yeah, yeah. All, that, all that kind of stuff. And the question is, can you divorce the man from his message? And I, I still kind of wonder about it to this day. And I'm you like. You know
1: what? Funny enough, yeah, I was having a similar conversation with someone, right? Yeah. And it was like, we look at these great leaders, yeah. and then we're, easily, we're very easy to cut them down. So the, yeah. very, the common narratives are, say, for example, Martin Luther King being a womanizer, yep. Gandhi being a racist, right? Yeah. Both of their messages are powerful yeah. and influenced from one to the other, yeah. and they both had positive outcomes. India was able to gain independence. Yeah. Martin Luther King was supposed to st- was able to stimulate the um civil rights movement, yeah. right? They had their own personal flaws as human beings. But yeah. I personally don't think that should detract from their overall intention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it goes back to that utilitarian model of like the greatest amount of good for the greatest amount of people. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes when you do the greatest amount of good for the greatest amount of people, there's always going to be a minority yeah. who are not going to agree with that, eh? Yeah. And there's always going to... At the end of the day, it's like... Alright, so being a leader is a position.
2: Yeah.
1: Being Martin Luther King is a person. Yeah. The person and the position is like... If I said to you, so what's your position right now, if you mm. don't mind disclosing it?
0: Me? Yeah. Why, well, I do?
1: Yeah, as in your job.
0: My position, uh, yeah, my my job, you yeah, mean, job, what yeah. I do. Yeah. So I, I analyze companies and tell investors whether they but should buy them or sell title, them. what's
1: your title, if you don't mind disclosing it?
0: I am a research associate.
1: Okay, so if you were known as just a research associate, right, yeah. and you was basically, you know, disregarded for you being Tom, yeah, right, you'd feel like that was doing injustice to you, right? For all your flaws and whatnot and so forth. So imagine you was the most amazing research associate, right? Yeah. You discovered the formula for people to work out inflation in a different way. Example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, in your private life, you was uh. This may not be the case, but you was an alcoholic.
0: I, right. I, I do binge drink okay. every now and again, right. actually. So maybe, not alcoholic, like, but I do binge drink. Like, yeah. like,
1: you got to public public status, yeah. that you was the man who discovered how to work out inflation in a more efficient way, yeah. but you was an alcoholic. Yeah. Right? What would you rather be judged by?
0: Definitely not the alcoholism. Definitely right. would, Now, yeah.
1: equally, so looking at these prominent leaders yeah. now, yeah. what would you rather give them their just mm-hmm. dues for
0: of course, the message, the positive message yeah, that you're giving, exactly. out, as opposed to who take they are, account yeah, 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 of
1: who they were or who they are as a person. But I feel like nowadays, like I hear a lot of people being like, "Oh, Gandhi was a racist. He was. You can't deny that. Mm. He was very, very derogatory and very much discriminatory towards South Africans when he had his um, tenure in South Africa." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That cannot be disputed. Mm-hmm. But what he did for his message, particularly through the manner he did it to get India independence, mm-hmm. cannot be defined because it defined the nation.
0: I agree. Right? No, I agree with that. I agree. But
1: I feel like some people, because of the negative, they discount the positive. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. what it comes out Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm... I'm definitely with that. And I think... I, I do think you can divorce the man from the message. I do yeah. think that the message lives longer than the man does. Mm
2: -hmm. I do feel...
0: I feel like... I feel like... Don't get me wrong, I almost feel like MLK's message is kind of now evolved because of things like the Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. And that's a whole different podcast we can get into, so I'm not even trying to get into that Mm. too tough. But I feel like... The message should be divorced from the man. Yes, it is part of a man, but it should be divorced from the man. And I'm just like... But, like, that once you've come up with... It's it's to do with purpose. It's like once you've found a purpose, sometimes that purpose can be devoid of you because you asked me a question. Would I, would I be preferred to be a good human being or a good associate or whatever? And I'm like, well, sometimes, depending on, like, the hours I do and whatever, the commitment I give to this place, mm. I'm like... Actually, at this rate, I'd rather be deemed as a better associate than as a human being. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, I I think it depends on what kind of stage of life you're in.
1: I think, as you know, it's it's like understanding people's personal philosophies.
0: Yeah. And I think
1: sometimes, I think people like to subscribe to other people's or consensual ideology. And I think, particularly for me, the space that I'm in,
2: Mm.
1: I like to create my own. So be it. Create my own brand. Create my own clothes. Create my own philosophy. Create yeah. my own ideology. Yeah. Because no one can tell me what I can't do. Yeah. Or what I'm creating for myself. Yeah. And I'm waking it. I'm making it work for me. Yeah. And I think equally so. I think, this is kind of off on a tangent, but I feel like, people, draw towards religion because there's a consensual element to it. So in the sense that there's a group element to it.
2: For mm. me.
1: Mm. Mm. I'd rather a relation work for me than me work for a religion. Mm. No, I think that's I'm, I'm, with to. I'm with that.
0: I'm with that, I'm with that, i that. And I think
1: when people ask me, was like, oh, um, are you religious? I'm like, I believe in God.
0: I don't, I hate to say I'm religious, because I'm like, when somebody asks you, are you religious, it's like, do you confine to, to a dogma. certain set of rules, to the dogma and whatever? Yeah. In fact, I was raised Christian in my household. It's like my mum was raised Pentecostal, my dad was raised like Church of England, typical like white guy. Everyone going to church on yeah, Sunday, yeah. wherever. I've been to his church actually because I see my nan sometimes and we go to a church. Lovely place, and whatever. And actually, I got to the point where, like, it was it was just like for me, my all right, I'll serve you up. My 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 relationship with with God with Jesus was my own. Do you know what I mean? It was my own thing. It was my own relationship yeah. that I had and no one could take that away from me. Yeah. No institution or whatever could remove that from me. So uh, no institution could, could take that away from me. So I get what you mean. People want to subscribe to dogma and all of that kind of all that all of that bollocks. And it's just it does bother me a lot because I'm just like And it's like But another thing that annoys me is when people talk about like sorry, the, the morality of sorry, the, the morality of like, people talk about how you need to be religious to have a moral compass. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Of course not. That makes no sense whatsoever. Because it's just like, you're trying to tell me that if you weren't raised in a, a, a religion or lightly raised in a religion, that you have no moral compass. That makes no sense whatsoever. Mm. And I'm just, yeah, it, 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 it to me, it makes no sense
1: um undeniably like i feel like you know when i have conversations with like people that are from like a religious background like i see what they refer to so i've got friends from all walks of life so from christian backgrounds to muslim backgrounds to hindu backgrounds and whatnot and it's like i chat to them yeah and where i'm kind of on a tangent to them where i'm like you know i believe in god yeah i've been raised hindu but i've read the bible you know, I've read the Quran to a certain extent. I've read the Torah to a certain extent. And I've been able to see the similarities. Yeah, yeah. But I think people are so caught up on the differences that they'd rather have that uniqueness of difference
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Than, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: than having the collectiveness of similarities. Yeah. And I think that's just what it comes down to. It's like, all right, cool. I see where you're coming from, but don't convince me. Because you won't convince me. Yeah. And I think everyone's trying to on this convincing model when it comes to religion. And I think equally going back to, to your principal question, could you could discount someone from their message to the man, it comes back to religion as well. like, I think religious is man-made. Make a religion for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I definitely think like religion is a man-made construct. And I think even like some political ideals... Mm-hmm they're almost so like far left or far right enough that they even fit into political ideals. So I feel like socialism and national socialism at their extremes are almost religious in a certain sense. So yeah. I feel like the whole like Marxism agree. ideal is a
1: religion in its own right.
0: And the fascism ideal that Hitler religion kind of fit into is right. a religion in its yeah. own right. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. just like, that's crazy. That's crazy. And it's a bit like, yeah, it's mad, it's mad. It's actually, it's actually, it's just fucking crazy to be honest. Excuse me, part of my language, but it's just like, I, you know, obviously I'm, I'm here being a host, but I'm also here being a person a couple of moments, and I'm here being a person who is concerned about commercial awareness. When you heard there was a snap election on 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 June the eighth, what were your my your birthday, thoughts? By the way i'm on june 6th so i realized we're both gems wait you're on june
2: 6th yeah bro
0: <laughs> my g <laughs> my g my g we're we're, okay. we're geminis no wonder why we we get on like a house on fire ain't it? no wonder yeah. <laughs> no wonder why we get on like a house on fire because i was like when you said it i was like june i was like i had to think about it for the whole day i was like wait 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 i was like wait it's like hold on you're two days after me i was
2: like
0: mm. Rah. But how, d- how do you feel about this election anyway? Because, you know what, we, we, we... Before I go on, we right, do cool. need to bring you on to, to, poli- to, the, to the CM podcast yeah, because yeah. I feel like you have a, a very, very valid space and I feel like you can you can, you can can say a lot all to right, us. Cool. But how so, do you feel about the, the election that's coming anyway? I
1: think so. from a strategic point of view, when I look at it from in terms of why Theresa May and the Tory um, party did it, mm. makes absolute sense. Yeah. When you're at such an advantage, if you look at... okay. I'm a very big, not a very big fan, but I take a lot of um, importance from Robert Greene and Laws of Power, and Sun Tzu of you know the Art of War. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can see how that influences politics. Yeah. Theresa May made the best political, self-interested decision for a party yeah. by calling this election, because she has such an astronomical lead perception-wise, for her party that if she really wants the absolute mandate to do what she wants to do with very little friction,
0: because
1: I think there's a context behind it in the sense where there's backbenchers from both parties who are going against the grain. If she's able to really carry off what she wants to, she can run riot. So in that case, from a political decision, I think it's the smartest, the most clinical, the most Machiavellian, the most absolute move she could make. Yeah. From a people point of view, in terms of, like, the the benefit of the country, I feel like it creates an uncertainty and it creates a further divide. Yeah. Because I think with the frequency of elections, you can sense that there's a divide being magnified Mm. from... The election in 2015 to the um referendum election in 2016 mm. to the another general election in 2017. Yeah. Within the space of two years, we've had three major elections.
0: I know. It's nuts. It's so in that fucking case, nuts.
1: I'd say people are getting, getting exhausted by the constant decision-making by the lack of action.
2: Do mm.
1: you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, but in that regard, I think it is what it is. And yeah, man, it's just like... I don't know, man. We'll see how things go, but yeah, yeah. we're in the present situation where we're at the moment. It'll be interesting to see how things pan out. But the realism in me and the cynic in me will know that the Tories will gain more seats.
0: Yeah, no, I think I think even from, we did a podcast on this, on Wednesday. I think we did something like this about the election, so we did mm. the whole podcast, me and Ade.
1: Yeah. Did it? Ade is really astute by the way He's very, very, he's very astute. astute He's very
0: knowledgeable He's kind of like He, he, he is basically Our political expert within CM Yeah, like, he's I very t- astute I have it as a hobby But he has it as more than a hobby So yeah. he's like the genius
1: Yeah, yeah no, he's very astute And yeah. then You've got the right balance within your team Like I think you've got This is going off on a tangent And I will get let you get back to your point But it's like You've got Ade who's very astute Politically and financially as well but stick mm-hmm. away from that. But it's like I think your no pun intended forte is the finance and like that that element is like I would come to you before anyone else. Yeah. And I think when it comes to the no entrepreneurial element, I'd go to Demi. Demi. Straight straight up. I don't know Lex too well. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I'm sure he has his own um strength. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But from what I'm aware of, although then, I don't know Anne too well, I think
0: Do you know what it is? Yeah. Is is it's actually that when I think about CM is we have two generalists and three specialists. So we have like Josh and Lex who they're very skilled in what they do. So, I mean, we've, as I said before, if you want to hear what they do, mm-hmm. listen back to the other podcast that we did before. Probably it's, it's, it's like, I think it's uh, number 11. That's for us, for CM, but it's like, he is a number 11. He is number 11. Is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought so. I checked. I, checked. I, actually, I actually checked before we we, we came here. But I think we have, to, like, so I, I, I think what CML thing is like Josh and Lex, they spearhead the business. But myself, excuse me, Ade, Demi, and we got a guy called Paul who recently came on board, but we've all known Paul for a very, very long time we all kind of have our specialisms. And I think when things actually, when shit hits the fan in regards to a certain aspect, either a political aspect or an economic aspect mm. or some entrepreneurial aspect or some aspect in some emerging markets, then we can all kind of take place because we know what's important, we know what's not important. Mm. And then we can kind of contribute and we can contribute yeah. to the platform and stuff like that. and. um yeah, no, it's definitely a good setup. I mean, those two definitely, like, as I said, Lex and Josh, they spearhead the business, and so things like com- conferences and you know public kind yeah. of events. We had an event kind of just the other day, actually. We were talking about personal finance. We did that the other day. I wasn't there because I was at work, I was doing earnings.
1: I wanted to apologise for not coming because um, I was caught up with work aspects nah, as well. It is,
0: yeah. it, is, it is what it is, even me, I wasn't there. So yeah. it's neither here nor there. So, um, but I think we'll be doing some more stuff later on towards the end of the year. So I'll be there. Hopefully you'll be there as well. I
1: will be there, man. I'm to make sure I'm gonna try and be there. I'm gonna try to like make sure that I'm yeah. there. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um,
1: for it. So, no,
0: we yeah. hope so. We hope so. Um but I mean you're spoken about where the forte is gonna or hoping to go mm. with the whole team. But I mean like what what kind of goals do you as in Chirag? What do you Tureg Patel? What do you have like as goals? What what are kind of your goals going forwards for the year, for the next three years, for five years, ten years? What are kind of like your your goals?
1: Ironically enough, I'm less goal driven, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um I think I have certain things I'm mindful of. Mm. I think this particular year, I want to really push on with the forte in terms of making sure that people are less asking what's the forte, and saying, this is what the forte is. Yeah, yeah. So I think from uh, a branding narrative, I think it's making sure that I push the right message. Yeah. Um, from a podcasting perspective, as if I was gonna set a goal is I guess getting my consistency back, and just really seeing where it takes me. Because I feel like I don't want to judge what I do by the numbers that I do, but the impact that I have. Yeah. And I feel like numbers are just a mere metric, but is the true? impact you have is much more resonant on a long term basis. Um, me as a person, I feel like one thing I've realized about myself in terms of being having a job. And having a career is that I hate authority. Like, I'm very... Really? Yeah. Like, I'm very, very much the kind of, like, don't tell me what to do.
0: So you like your autonomy?
1: I love my sense of autonomy. Like, telling me what to do is the biggest, easiest thing. Do you
0: know what it is? I just, it's like...
1: I'll give you an example now, right? Yeah, go on. So at work now, right, my manager is a very blessed manager. Mm. He can never tell me what to do. He, can, he just lets me go about my business and let me do what I need to do. And um, I think it made me realise that maybe I need to be in a much more of a self-sufficient space or in a space that I can get myself to have my own absolute business. Yeah. And I think with the examples I have, particularly in my family, so I don't think my cousin listens to my podcast, so it's not much of an issue with me saying...
0: Probably does. Actually. No, he doesn't.
1: He hasn't got the attention span to do so. Um, so I can say that about Amy's family, but where I've got so many great examples in my family of entrepreneurialism yeah. and in terms of how they operate in their own business, yeah. I know that the core of me wishes to have the same.
2: Mm.
1: Like my my aim is not to be rich. My no, but I, f-
0: I feel that you're entrepreneurial enough though. Like I I I, I feel like I I often talk to like the guys at CM and I'm like. Yeah you guys are way more entrepreneurial than I am. I'm, like, a very textbook kind of person. There's even, like, a friend. He's, yeah. he's, he's like, a younger of mine, actually. The guy's running, like, a six, seven-figure company. Yeah. And I'm thinking, there's always been me focusing on a textbook, wanting to be yeah, kind yeah. of whatever, and he's just raising his... Flipping. But there's no, there's no right yeah. or wrong,
1: though. No, it's true. It's yeah. true. It's and true. I think, like, in my case, like my, my aim is not to be rich. My aim is to be able to go to work in the tracksuit.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Like, I like that. For me it's like, I like Riches that.
1: will come. Like I'll never say that I'll ever be broke in my life. And I can say that with the utmost confidence.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Riches will come. But for me, yeah, it's to be comfortable. And I'm the most comfortable in a tracksuit.
0: I remember um, you know George the poet? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean he went he went to Cambridge with us and he graduated oh, yeah, 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 in our yeah, yeah. class. Okay. And uh, he was he was I can't remember he was on like a radio show. Can't remember, I can't remember for the life of me what radio it was on, but there were people saying, "Oh, how are you going to do?" And he was like, "Oh, I'm... He was like, "For goodness sake, I went to Cambridge. I was gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be all right, regardless of how this goes down." Mm. But it was, I like, I, I like the fact that he could be so humble about the matter, yeah. and by, by, by that I mean that, obviously, because, not obviously, not obviously, but I went to school with him, and other yeah. people went to school with him, and it was kind of like when we met him. Anytime we'd see him, no matter where he was, he'd always have a very humble approach about him. So, mm-hmm. the f- despite the fact that he'd done kind of, I think he's done wonderful things. Mm. Despite that, if he'd done wonderful things, like he was even performing at the roundhouse for NAS, he was mm-hmm. warming up for NAS, which is, to me, that's mad. Yeah. Like, anyway, he came down from the stage and walked to see a few people that had come from Cambridge to see him. And he was like, How you guys doing? I was thinking, This guy doesn't have to do it. And it's kind of like that. And it was just being comfortable in in His position and comfortable yeah. and comfortable in purpose as well. And I kind of feel like you, as an individual, you're 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 and I don't mean this in a bad way, as in yeah. comfortable, bad way, I mean comfortable, good way. Like mm. you're very kind of comfortable and solidified in your purpose, yeah. And you know what you want to do. I mean, for God's sake, you're wearing like the Forte tracksuits. And I'm like, I need to order some of this, <laughs> I need to order some of this, then just order me, order my girlfriend, something. Yeah. Forte material. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm a stan in a weird way. I just yeah. feel like a, I. feel like a big stan. But I like what you're. Do you know? I think You're doing.
1: Like, I think so long as you've got intention, a message, and a purpose, I think it's all about authenticity. And I think a lot of people try to imitate.
2: Yeah.
1: And I think I even made this say this long tutorial. T- I think a lot of things I say on this podcast I've tweeted about. Yeah. So if you read my timeline and you're willing to go through the archive of my timeline... I have,
0: I have done yeah. that, actually. I so have done that. So,
1: like, I think one thing I said is, like, everyone wants to follow the blueprint without creating their own formula.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's like, I'm just trying to create my own formula.
0: Wheel it. Do you know what I mean? Wheel it. It's like, Say that it again. It's like Say it again. Everyone's trying
1: to create their own formula. Everyone's trying to, like, follow someone else's blueprint without creating their own formula. Mm. And I'm just trying to create my own formula. Mm. It's like, I know what works for me. And this is quite frankly, of knowing what works for you. Mm. And then once you do that, you'll run with it for the rest of your life. Mm. Like, I was listening to um, Tiny's Not For The Radio.
0: I don't want to listen to it, you know. It's amazing. Really? Is it worth listening to it? it.
1: It's two two and a half hours long. I don't want to listen to it. No, 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 no. But you'll get your own gems from it. And I know you will, especially. Really? I listened to it, right. And I was like, do you know what? I rate you.
0: Do you know what it is? It's because, to me... The way I, like... I don't know about you, but I hold grime in such a high esteem. So for someone like him to do what he's done to grime, I'm just like...
1: You've got to subtract your... um,
0: The biases. The biases. Yeah. And
1: then you'll be able to appreciate him so much more. Yeah. And I think when I listened to what is he's not for the radio, I was like, you know what? He's created his own formula.
0: He has. No, no, no. He has. He has. And because
1: of that, he is where he is right now. And I think he's seen the blueprint before him. So, i.e. what like Dizzy, Dizzy, yeah. Dizzy did, right? And he even, yeah. right? he even you know, yeah. speaks about, you know, seeing what Dizzy did and speaking to Dizzy. And for me, it's like, I speak to people like, say, for example, you, Fifi, Jermaine, Mo, Dante, Chike, um, Bola... Just rolling
0: off these names off the tongue. Do you
1: know what I mean? Like, all these people, like, apologies if I've forgotten you, but don't worry, I rate you for coming onto the podcast. <laughs> But, um, that all those people, like, Vens, for example, my boy, like, all these people, I listen to them and I'm like, Do you know what, you're empowering my journey. It's true. And I'm looking at the blueprint you're following or the formula that you're following to add yeah. to my formula.
2: Yeah.
0: So
1: where my formula may be missing that time C2, yeah. I can
0: Yeah, add yeah, yeah. It. yeah,
1: If I need to yeah. then subroot it by any way... I've listened to your podcast. Yep. I've listened to my recording with you and been able to add to it. And for me, it's all about growth. Like, I'm not too caught up, up about competing anymore.
0: Today has probably been more of a therapy session than a, than a, than a podcast, I think. It's been, it's I been... think that's
1: what I want it to be for most people.
0: I well, know. for you, this was about you today. It wasn't no, no, about. No,
1: no, 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 but it's not always about me. Like,
0: no, think... but today was yeah. about you, no though. I know, but even for me, it's been
1: therapy. I think end of the day, like the more you speak, the more you learn about yourself.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: And it's, it's true. all about
1: thinking out loud than it is about it's thinking true. in your head. And for someone that that's always in their head, m- at least twenty three hours of the day. Yeah. Then you know, thinking out loud at least lets you, lets you know what your mm-hmm. insanity is like and what your sanity is like. No, so yeah, man. You know. If it, if it helps anyone else, like that's what it is, man. It's just about projecting and documenting it's
0: more true. Than It's true. So do you want to just give a shout-out to your your platforms, even though I'm actually on your platform? <laughs> but, you know, you're the man behind the mic and behind the production. Give us uh, a shout-out to all your platforms.
1: Ah, uh, cool. So, you know, I also want to say is that thank you for everyone's listening. I know I haven't dropped a lot of podcasts recently, but, you know, I'm trying to get a bit more consistency under my belt. Big up, Tom, for sticking it on me and making me do this. Yeah, yeah. Because it's been a worthwhile experience. Big up to everyone that's come up to my podcast. There's more to come with some great set of guests. I won't let you know who you'll see when it comes. Dunno. Um there's a lot of more things to come from the forte generally. I know you see me wearing the merch. Don't worry. If you are happy to buy the merch, God bless you, because you'll be able to buy it. I am. But yeah, man, as always, man, like find your forte, live your forte, and love your love forte. Love your
0: forte, dunno. Find your forte
2: Live your forte